Yo, what's good, yo? We back with season two. Yeah, we about to get real New York on you. So I'm saying, like, follow, subscribe. Yeah, we finna be live. It's back to the kidding, you'll be back again. To tell your friends, to tell your wretched ass friends. Thought we was gone, but nah, no, we ain't. That you got rid of us, but no, no, you can't. Yeah, uh, Welcome back to another episode of Pontificating Podcast, where myself, Ty, and my homie, Asia, just decolonize our minds over different topics. Um, so, Asia, we'll start with her, Is It Just Me? And that's a segment that we do every week if you're new here, and I hope you're new. I hope you're new. I hope you're new. If you're new here, we do a Is It Just Me? And we just talk about the things that really just boggles our minds, that just really dinkles our dangles, okay? <laughs> Um, also, it's me, Asia. Um, I am a little sick, so we hear me hack, hack, hacking and coughing. Forgive me. Um, so my is it just me is more like a realization that we discovered. Like, guys, um, if you're in your 30s, anywhere in your 30s, uh, your midlife crisis is now. It's not coming at 50. <laughs> you're, if, if you're thinking about quitting your job, leaving your man or your woman, um, buying mm. a hot rod, leaving the country, cutting uh-huh. your hair off... You're actually in the thick of your midlife crisis right now. It's not 50. You, it's happening right now to you. So no one buy the car and leave that man. Because turns out we're heading towards the end anyway. But it's just so it's always so funny how like TV has always told us like when you're 50s. And also they talk about men more than women doing it. That's true. But it's always like in your 50s, like men want to like leave their wives and get a, a nice pretty young thing and buy a hot rod. And it's like, who's living to a hundred? nobody we are no it's still it's still pretty low it's still pretty low <laughs> the age is still it's still pretty low um so this so really the 30s 40s is when you're really at the middle of your life and reevaluating things and thinking about all the changes you want to have for the second half of this life of yours that tracks it, it does track yeah. and i feel like so when when we're we're having our current crisis right and it feels like, oh, what's happening? Oh, it's normal. This is this is actually what should be happening at this time in our lives. And it's both reassuring and frightening. <laughs> <laughs> Not reassuring and frightening. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes... Yeah, because I think they said, what, 77 is the age that we now millennials will be able to live to? Mm-hmm. Tricky. Well, that's the average age of an American. Oh, oh, it's the average age of an American? Yeah. Oh, damn. That's why we need to flee. But you know, I'm trying to live until like I'm 104. So it's yeah. like, I gotta leave. Definitely. I mean, I know this place is killing me. I can feel it mm-hmm. in my bones. Mm-hmm. But in your lungs. In my, in my lungs. Oh my gosh. Do we know what the, the, the C-Vox that, guys, okay, if you have an Apple Watch and you happen to notice, let me know. You know how like the oxygen level and it'd be like your C-Vox is up or down and it's like, the amount of oxygen that you take in during a workout you've never seen it hold on i'm gonna pull no. it up for asia so if you go into your activities um if you go into your activities on your phone it'll show you like all these things so like right here it's so the cardio fitness so it's 29 vo oh it's 29 v ox oh like o2 max so this is like how much 
oxygen you're pulling into your body per workout. And mine has been like going down. Oh gosh. And I'm like, am I dying? So I need somebody, if you're a doctor or you're a medical professional, or if you happen to know shit, let me know because like I need my lungs and oxygen so I can live until I'm 104. I just want to live until I'm old. Not me. (laughs) I love how you just offered that up. Speaking of not me's, my is it just me this week is babes. Y'all little, uh, I really don't like to lean into the um, millennial versus Gen Z Mm. debate, Mm. debacle. However, if those little kids try to bring back thin eyebrows, I am a beatboxing, beating them up on the street. We do not need to bring back thin eyebrows. No. I've lived through that. My eyebrows actually no longer grow because they were so thin within the inch of its life. Yeah. I'm not going back to thin brows. I'm yeah. so sorry. Like, guys, you got to wrap it up. You got to yeah. wrap it up. I'm not... I'm not with it. And I understand that everything, there's nothing new under the sun, but like find something else. Yeah. Find something else. I don't, mm-mm. I have pretty, mm, they were thicker when I was younger. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're doing okay right now, <laughs> but they had a much bigger eyebrow situation and I thinned them out because that was, that was what was happening. And I was trying to be on trend. Yeah. I don't want it. And now I'm putting freaking black castor oil on my eyebrows. Do my do my facial anyway, routine. It doesn't work. Just just, just, just the rolly shits back. I'm gonna just start putting a castle oil in my belly button to make my flat stomach. Like whatever, <laughs> whatever. The eyebrows are not coming back, baby. I have gone to the to the Asians and had them pull every follicle from my face. They pulled your eyebrows out. Yeah, I used to get them waxed at the um, nail salon with the Asians. Like off? Not all the way off, but to the thin line. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, then it's not coming back. I'm pretty sure at one point I got burned. Damn. Like the wax was too hot. But of course I didn't say anything because I was like, I'm here to get my weekly acrylic set. <laughs> no, my acrylic set. And yeah, and thin, and thin me up. I was like, give me an arch. I need arch it up. Thank you. And I want them really thin. I'd be like, really, really thin. I used oh to have gosh. really thin. Yeah. Oh my God. I thought it was so cute though. Everyone did. It was so cute. But like, no. Yeah. Mm-mm. Don't bring it back, please. My betchy by golly, no, wow. Don't do it. I can't live through that. Keep your full brow, ladies. And then, you know, keep, keep the brow. You need yeah. it. And I know that everybody's doing the microblading, the, you know, I get it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. What? The microblading looks bad, guys. The yeah. microblading looks bad, especially if you're dark skinned. I don't care. You, I have seen some good ones, but giving, it can be bad. It's giving shiny. It's giving skin. It's not giving hair. It's giving, I can tell. It's giving, it's fading. It's not giving chic and good. It's it's giving, you got your eyebrows tattooed. They also have the, the <laughs> shut the fuck up. The one girl on TikTok does, she doing good. I'm not even going to hold you. She does her eyebrows good. <coughs> Asia's talking about the little... Uh, Temporary tattoo. <laughs> Temporary eyebrows. <laughs> and there is a girl on TikTok that um, she has a okay. alopecia. And she does do them good. And they last her for a couple of days. But like, and kudos to her. And maybe because I don't know how it's safe for her, but I've had fake temporary tattoos as a kid 
And once they start, like, I, I touch my face too. Like, I don't want to have a piece of my brow missing, but nothing there. And you just got to go throughout your whole day. Or, right. Or, or do you keep reinforcements in your bag and now you're in the bathroom. Cutting up the tail end. Cut it. Now you got to have scissors on you Cutting too. up the arch. The place, the place Imagine if going. you were in court. And you like, oh, like now I'm looking like I got three cuts in my eyebrows trying to wall out. Like, no. You're like guilty. Right. <laughs> they like, she got three cuts in her eyebrow. I'm like, no, no, no. I just, I'm so sorry. I just rubbed it. I was, I was trying to do a new thing. Just help me out. No. That I'm is so funny. No, thank you. So no thing eyebrows, please help me out, girls. But in other news. In other news, um, if you're new here, if you're not new here, you're, you know what's coming. Um, can you guys please share this? <laughs> <laughs> um, like for real, for real, can you share this podcast with any and everyone that you know? We really, we feel it. Like not to toot our own horn, but toot toot. We have some good content. No, we really do. We do, but no one's I, listening. No, I'm sorry. I, I did no, enjoy. People are episode. listening, and thank you to people who keep coming back. I'm truly, we're truly appreciative. No, yeah, we have faith, faithful listeners, and, thank and you. I love that. We just yeah. need more listeners. We just need more because we want to get some ads. We want to do some fun stuff, right? So we do need more listeners. So. Do you guys want us to be like the girls in Hollywood? Baby, they're not all right. They're crying in all the interviews because, like, we don't want to cry in the interviews. No. We don't want to cry here. Ask you, please. But we you will. Please listen. Can you share? Can you like? Please engage with us. Talk to us. And shout out to the people that really do because I, it really does. It warms my little cold, cold, cold icebox heart. Yeah. I'm always shot, shocked and, and delighted. One of our listeners posted, I mean, I don't know, well, she posted, like, how good that episode was last time, mm-hmm. last week. And it was, like, so heartwarming. Like, so, it, she it's did really, that. It, this is not somebody that just, like, delves out compliments, which I love because, you know, my friends. But I, it definitely, like, made me say, let me go listen to this episode. And I did listen to the episode, and I texted Asia. And I was like, honestly? It was good. I really enjoyed it. I was like in the city walking around just listening, laughing. Like I was like, oh my God, this is so good. I enjoyed this podcast. Yeah. Even if I wasn't on it. (laughs) Actually, (laughs) despite the fact that I'm on it, I enjoyed it. No, this is a tangent, guys. But I was um, editing it and I was like, oh, this is good stuff here. Like I was enjoying it. I kind of forgot what was said during the Mm -hmm. the, the recording. And I was like, "Mm -hmm, I agree. Like mm-hmm, me too, girl. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. that's true. Agree that's with true. Yes, I was like, oh, I really just, I we just want to get more listeners. So we can, you know, grow our platform and and honestly have better audio quality, guys. Yeah, we get it. It bothers me too. Um, and just really, if you guys could just um, don't forget to if you already subscribed, thank you. But don't forget to like our post on Instagram and on TikTok. And also, if you can leave comments on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts, those help a lot. If you've already did a rating, do a new rating. Um, we just need to drive up the interaction and the engagement so we can offer you more and more better, better content. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Thank you. Um. Okay. So let's go get into our... So, boom. This week, Asia brought up this topic, and I said, 
mm, don't know about it. But then we had a really good conversation last night, and I said, oh, this is par for the course. So this week, Aisha, what's your idea about today's topic? Well, I'll tell you how it started. Um, and I, I, don't, I didn't tell you this part where I had this idea, but um, so like a few, no, I think last week or two weeks ago, uh, my trainer died. <laughs> Your like your personal trainer? Yeah, not the one I have now, but before he was my coworker friend slash trainer, right? And I'm saying training because oh he was God. he was a physically fit person, right? And he essentially just dropped dead. He was probably like early fifties, mid fifties, not an old person at all, right? Um, I haven't spoken to him in a while, but he used to train me, so obviously he's in good shape. I'm not sure if his health had deteriorated since the pandemic. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't been keeping up with him, but um. One of my friends texted me and said, oh, someone still passed away. Now, he shares the last name with someone else. So I said, oh, the old lady who just retired? Right? Okay. And they're like, no, the youngish man that was you were working out with. And I was like, that's crazy. So I told my other friend that who so speaks to him more frequently, they had, they had actually spoken a week before this. And I was like, I have bad news for you. And he, I'm like, what? Someone still died. And he's like, we just spoke last week. I said, well, black go. people love them. I just, I just talked to them. I said, go on Facebook, confirm. And they were like, yeah, he's dead. They're doing well wishes and condolences and stuff like that. So we were like, was it an accident? Like, what happened, basically? It was a heart attack. Um, what? Yeah. And, and what made me think about this topic of delayed gratification was that, like, he was someone that's working, like, three or four jobs. Always trying to, you know, stack money, stack money, stack money. Um just burning himself out for this future that never came, right? The future literally, the future, <laughs> guys, I'm gonna start coughing. Guys, please don't do this. Oh gosh, I got a cough. Sorry, I'm having a moment. I'm having a moment because, continue, I'm sorry. Okay, so it just made me think, and I, I've been dealing with this this idea for a while now, but once in a while, I'll have these thoughts of like, we are so, uh, it's a lot of us, not just Americans, but America, definitely because we're living in a slave country, we are so programmed to focus on retirement and focusing on, you know, the good that will come in our retirement years. And it's like, that shit is not guaranteed. And the first time I really had this, I, this awakening was in 2017 when my cousin passed away and he was 33 and he was the first person close to me that passed away at a young age. And I was like, right, we can die young, right? Like we can, we, no one is, no one is promised retirement. No one is promised 77, 88, 104. These are not promises, right? I felt personal. It did, it was. <laughs> uh, we're not, these are not promises. Not, so I'm not saying like be flagrant with your spending and don't think about the future because it might come and you might be screwed. But this idea that we have to always like, I'm not going to do the vacation now. I'm not going to date now. I'm not going to do all these things now. And it's like, who said you can tomorrow? Mm. Who told you? Who told you get next week? Who told you get in the next second? And like, we really are living second to second. And um, so I wanted us to talk about the obsession, especially in America, though, with delayed gratification and how the workforce is built. And other countries are spreading out. But like, I was thinking about also like how other countries have like siestas, right? They're like, go home, eat with your family. Mm-hmm. Like, go take a two hour break. Let's go yeah. eat. Come back. Or other countries are like, you know what you need? A vacation. <laughs> you, person who lives here, go on vacation. You don't want to leave? Okay, I, we'll, we'll pay you the money, but don't come to work. And it's like, there's such a, a focus on like living your life. And that's why they also live longer. Mm-hmm. 
because they focus on living their lives and America is just like grind, 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 grind your fucking bones to the end and oh, fucking 70, well, 67, about to be 70, you know, you could retire. And like I was saying earlier, like if the average age of an American currently is 77 and right now the current full retirement age, that's the age you can collect your full um, social security. If that's what's like, you know, not every job offers a pension. Most jobs don't actually offer pensions. I think I think only city jobs or municipal jobs offer them offer them at this point. Oh, not anymore. I can get like a. I have a, a pension through one of my. Oh no, not a pension. A four hundred one k. I have a four hundred one k. Yeah, no. Oh my god, pensions. Yeah. No pensions. Oh, only right. only municipal jobs offer those. Yeah. Every other job they and jobs usually have to get pensions, but then you know capitalism. So now other jobs offer four hundred one k's. My job has both. Um, but they don't match our 401k. So really it is the pension that people are really banking on. Um, and yeah, I'll let you, and, and not, not a lot of jobs offer 401ks. Like not every job is offering that. People have like non-union factory jobs. People have off the book jobs. People are working there. You know, mm-hmm. if they're not saving up their money, they're never going to retire. But okay, so you retire at 67. You get your full um, social security. That's based on what you've made for your entire life. So even if you've worked hard your entire life and you didn't make that much money, you're not taking home that much money. Right. And then you have a whopping 10 years to spend it. <laughs> you have a whopping 10 years to enjoy your life before you potentially drop dead. That's actually insanity. And I was reading this article um, from CN- CNBC and it was saying about 58% of Americans don't feel they can retire comfortably. And um, the estimated amount you need to retire was that like a, a gross national? Let me make a correction. Um, currently in America, men are living to uh, 73 and women are living, living to 79. Um, so, yeah, this is a national average. For people mm-hmm. over, right? Um, so right now they're saying most people feel they need $1.3 million to retire comfortably. That's not even enough, and that's not enough money. So I mean, people, that's why I said, that's why I said if, if it's the national average, because it's like you have the middle in, states. Yeah, like to live in a middle state, yeah. of course, like one point three million. It, if you buy off your house, then yeah, that's I not guess. that's not a New York or a LA living wage, right? Because that's nothing. They said one point three million dollars is what a, a New Yorker would need to feel like they're living comfortably. That's, that's one crazy. year. That's one year. That's one year. Not next ten of my life. That's right. my- you have to go back to work at the Piggly Wiggly, And some baby. people never retire. That's the thing. Like, it's also this idea that people go, some people never retire. Sometimes they get a different job. Yeah. Right? Like, a little, little, little. No, but some people can never, they will die. They, they, one day they just will come to work because they died. They have to work in their entire life. And it's just like. Such a sad day at the office. <laughs> such a sad day at the office. And yeah, so it's this idea of like, just putting stuff off. I hate it so much. And I think when I sell some people this, they're like, what about your future? Like one of my coworkers, I was telling her, she's my friend also. I was telling her, I will never truly go back to my job. Mm-hmm. I hate it. It makes me so depressed. And she's like, what about your future? I was like, it'll come regardless, first of all. I said, but I'm not going to be miserable mm-hmm. until, until I get there. Just for just for a, a full sense of security. I have 20, I have 19 years to retire from my job. And that's not even... That's a long time. It is a long time, and I hate it so much. And that's not even... That's, that's just retirement from my job. Okay. When I qualify to retire. That's still not the national retirement age. 
Oh. So okay. I would have uh, that's that's what is it now, seventy five? No, 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 we're now sixty seven. Sixty seven, right. To retire to get my full social security, I have uh twenty nine years left. Oh my god. Right. So I really wouldn't be able to stop working and I would hit my job retirement age. I have to do another ten years right. to get my social security. That's crazy. And then they're telling us that it won't be enough anyway. Right. So what are you putting into that's I did not know that this topic was going to be this heavy. <laughs> I have walked blindly into the lion's den. No. Um no, you know what? When you first said delayed gratification, right? I was like, okay. I was like, I know it's somewhere in it. And I hate to keep bringing this up every single week. But like, I'm like somewhere in this delayed gratification mm-hmm. mumbo jumbo. It's to do with um, religion, right? Right. It's like, okay, work like a mule on earth because you will be rewarded in heaven. Even though God says, you know, the meek will inherit the world. But anyway. So, so I was like, yeah, okay, yes, it's definitely steeped in religion why they're like, okay, you go to work, you do these things, and then later on, you will be rewarded in this afterlife, right, this after whatever. So, like, you work all of your youth, basically, work your work your body into a rut, and then, well, they don't say into a rut, work your body until you can't physically do it anymore, and then you'll be able to retire and enjoy the fruits of your labor, mm-hmm. right? And that's really, like, basically what you said. They were Now, you're, I, the fact that I we don't think about the fact that, like, yeah, people, you will die young. Like, I've actually been thinking about this a lot lately. About, because I'm always just like, oh, my gosh. You know, I have a big birthday coming up, and I'm like, I'm getting to the age where like things shift in your friend group. Like mm-hmm. who is the first one that's going to like get some kind of illness? Who's the first one to like die? Like it's, it, you are, I I'm thinking about, cause I'm like, okay, like youth is over. Youth is, but I'm like, youth could have been over. Yeah. It could have been over. I don't know. And as somebody who lives their life in a delayed gratification state, I don't know. It it really is like I I will enjoy it later after I have these things like live life right, and and the good will come later. That is uh, that sounds like I literally got scammed. No, you did. We all did. We all are part of the scam. That's a scam. We just watched a video of um Fantasia, Irino, and Daniel Brooks talking about how like. You have to go through. This is actually what sparked. <laughs> okay, wait. Let me try to pull it up. And um, right, it was the 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 the, the girl. The interview because the girl was saying, <coughs> basically, they were telling her, "You'll you'll hear it," but um, talking about how you need to have struggle in your life because it makes the good points. Actually, I thought about you, Ty. Where I, I, hold on, I have it right here. Okay, do something. Do not rush the fulfillment of that promise. Yeah. And sometimes that's what we do. We rush the fulfillment. We want it so bad. We know what God has promised us and told us in our hearts. And we know it to be so. But you got to not rush it. Because how horrible would it be for you to receive that thing and you not be ready? Mm -hmm. And you not be ready. Yeah. So 
stay the course. Yeah. One foot in front of the other. Yeah. One foot in front of the other. And that soon before you know it, life will turn around for your good. I don't agree, obviously. Um, and uh, should I read what I said? Yeah. Okay. So Ty sent me that, and um, I this is what I my response to that was. Okay, so I'm going to read you guys. Wait, my... let me just play it. Okay. Hold on. B, what so, is this? 28, oh, Okay, so what did you say last? Okay, so I'm going to play you, we're going to play you what I said in response to watching that video that Ty sent me. In my recent years, I have divorced myself from the idea that I have to struggle to be successful and that struggling, though I think it builds character, it builds, I think it builds a character. I don't know if it's the character you necessarily want to have. Um, so when people are like, you have to struggle, you have to hit rock bottom. I'm like, but do you? Because imagine if you've never had to break yourself in half. Imagine if you've never had to scrape your fucking knees and tongue on hot gravel. Imagine if you just didn't have to. Imagine all the, like, imagine not having to heal from the pain of that. You know what I mean? Imagine, imagine how much better you'd be if you have to spend half of your time, half of your climb to the top, recovering from the mental psychosis and the coping skills you picked up because you spent half of your life on hot coals. So that was my response. First Yo, of all, I be talking. My friend is so profound. <laughs> that wow, wow, that's giving right turn. <laughs> No, no, I, I do. I get everything that you're saying. And I sent that to you because I was like, one, I was like, what is happening with this interview? But then I was like, oh, this is the bullshit that they tell you, right? Because I very well, I'm like, yeah, I would have been like a, a Fantasia or Danielle Brooks being like, yo, I get this. You're wrestling with your faith. And like, you can't know the things that God, like you cannot know what God has you know, the things that you feel that he has promised you and, and showed you and over and over, like giving you these, um, these signs of like your purpose and your direction of life. Right. And then you're like, well, I feel like this is what you're saying. So this is where I'm going. And you have to really like believe it to do it. And then it's like, you have to, like, like she was saying, like, you can't, you can't know more than God and you can't go against him and you can't, not lose faith because like you want the thing that's promised to you because you know it's coming to you but it's like which i know the the church of people are like you're not having enough faith because in that also danielle like they were like you have you just have to have the faith of a mustard seed and danielle was like actually all you need is the faith of half of the size of a mustard seed and it's like i do understand that i do get that i do understand it but then it's like my intellectual mind kicks in and it's like People be dying every day, B. Right. And not only if they, I, what if I die before I get the thing that I want? And it's like, you don't even know if the things that I'm promised is the things that I'm promised. You know, I, I was just like, this is such, um, it just felt so fake and unreal, but it was a very real, beautiful moment. But also I was like, I, guys, I'm, I'm short circuiting. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm talking in circles because I really am just. I don't know. I don't know. 
And I think for me, someone who is not religious, right, a non-believer, if you will, I don't have that conflict. Uh, one of my friends who's religious, she asked me a while ago, she was like, how do you live your life um, without knowing that there's a higher be in control? I'm like, comfortably. <laughs> I'm like, that's all. That's I live it stressful for me to hear. That's all. I said, I live it stressful, stressfully. I, I'm not, I'm not worrying about the fact that like, I could be so unaligned with what someone else has in mind for me or what something else has aligned for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, and, I, and we discussed this before where you were like, but God has showed you that you belong entertainment acting. Right. And it was like, maybe you read the signs wrong. Right. Like what if, what if you read it wrong? Right. No, no, no. I'm saying what if, right. right? Okay. Like what, here's the thing. We won't know until end of life. Right. right. <laughs> we won't know if you were like, Oh shit, I did read it wrong. Mm-hmm. He was saying be the best secretary I could be. And I could read it wrong, right? But as I'm saying, but this is but this yeah. is not a struggle yeah, yeah. I ever have, right? right? Because I know what I want to do, and I don't I don't feel there's a force that has a, that has any any play in it, right? Like, um, like we discussed some episodes back about how like um, how we both interpret or receive like receiving things, like um, you were saying, like you got your sad card, no, your equity equity yeah. card, but it was like. Because oh yeah, because you know everyone doesn't everyone else doesn't have one. So I had so much right? gratitude so, and reverence. So for it meant so much because it was like the struggle I guess that yeah. into it and the competition. Yeah. And me is like I don't think about the people when I receive yeah. anything that's owed to me. I don't. It's me. I mm-hmm. put the work in. It's not about any other, anybody else. And I think, and I think that's based on the, also the non-religious part. Like I'm not crediting anything I get from mm-hmm. anything besides myself. I put the work in. I showed up. Mm-hmm. It's not based on what any force is doing for me in that thing right okay it's just i want it i'm gonna get it but you still have to show up for yourself even though god is working for your grace no, no i'm not saying yeah no. okay what i'm saying is but that's it oh see, right it's such so, a fucking so it's for, such an internal battle i'm no, literally like on the defense like and, and and i you know yeah though we always get into religious conversations and and i and i though i'm a non-believer i believe in people having the right to their religion yeah. i believe what you want to believe right yeah. um so when i say this is not like it's just like I don't believe, and this is how I process things, right? So even when I don't get something, mm-hmm. my response is never like, "Well, God didn't want that for me." It was like, eh, mm. "That wasn't it." Like I don't, I'm not. It's that's just it. Yeah. There's not a greater, a quote unquote, greater force mm-hmm. that is leading these steps and making these decisions. It truly is just me, mm-hmm. right? Like if that just wasn't for me. That was it. Moving on. There's not like God. Why? No, oh, it doesn't matter. It just wasn't for me. I'm moving on to the next thing that is for me, and I'll get the next thing. Right. And I think if we do bring it back to religion and like, especially black Americans in America, like that's all part of slavery and like, no, work like a fucking dog. Let your master do this shit to you because God's going to reward you at the end. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah. whoa, this is a lot of, a lot of turmoil I'm going through. But, and even I think, and I don't know the Bible guys, I'm actually trying to read the Bible now. Um, but I know there's some talk about like, um, like work for your boss or your Work for your employer type. Work for who you're working for, like you work for God, basically. Okay. Right? And that's the same mentality. Like, for people who are religious, sometimes they can internalize that, like, oh, this job sucks, and I'm probably being abused, honestly, mm-hmm. but I'm not working for, this, for, for my current abuser. I'm working for God. Like, God sees what I'm doing. God sees the work I'm putting in. Yeah. God sees that I'm making these sacrifices, and that's what I'm pleasing. I'm not being paid well. I'm being abused. I mean, yeah. right? But it's like, but this, but my earthly, my earthly abuse doesn't matter because I'm about to ascend into heaven, mm-hmm. and God's going to reward me for all of the 
good work I put in. And it's just like, truly, I truly believe, I truly hope there's a heaven because it would suck if it wasn't and you've been abused the whole life. Um, and that's, yeah. But what it happens now is it just drives us as humans currently on earth to toil and toil and toil and put aside this afterlife that one may come sooner than we thought. And then yeah. what? Like imagine, imagine, imagine having plans to please God so much in the future and you don't make it there because you died now. Yeah. I mean, no, God would be pleased with the work that you did and on the way to whatever. Um, I, I, I understand. I do understand what you're saying. I don't agree with everything. I am I am guys I have so many thoughts going through my head because I I really am having a little bit of a existential spiritual crisis just like personally in my life so it's just I was not ready for this conversation I'm completely unprepared um yeah and even though I was like yes I do believe religion plays a part I don't think that religion plays a whole part because right there are people like you that don't believe in God right so you don't have the same um as you said before you you don't have the same like um code of ethics for lack of a better mm-hmm. word right like or the same set of rules for life mm-hmm. that's a better way of saying it right you don't have the same set of rules for life so how do other people fall into it and it, it 100% has to deal with the capitalistic structure structure mm-hmm. of America, right? And it started from, like, this is why the Revolutionary War happened, right? The Industrial Revolution, excuse me. And it's like, right, the laborers, they were like, I don't want to work 12, 10 hours. I want an eight-day, I want an eight-hour work week, and this is what I want. I want to be able to see my family, and I'm not going to put all of this work in for my boss for you to get rich and I'm still eating like curds and whey or whatever. Right. right. So it's very much a lot of like capitalism and with the help of religion, I will say, because I feel like the most obedient workers, the, the best workers for the, for the most part, it, it really do be religious people. And I'm saying that because as you were even saying that, like, Oh, like, um, I, I I don't know the exact scripture, but I think I know what you're alluding to about like you um work you put in the same work as if you, you work for God. Mm-hmm. And it's like <laughs> that is also kind of how I live my life at work, right? And it's like I don't it has nothing to do with my boss. I don't give a fuck about him, but I'm like, I wanna put in your work because it's something that makes me feel good about myself. This is a, a self-identifying thing. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's just so steeping into religion and culture and how I was brought up and shit. So it's, um, let me say, it's Collegians um, 323. Mm-hmm. It says, whatever you do, work at all, sorry, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it's the Lord Christ you are serving. Yeah. It gets so tricky. It gets so tricky because how can I not listen to that and not think it's like some kind of indoctrination from capitalism and in control, you know? Mm. We're not gonna release this episode. <laughs> we have to. We're not. <laughs> we have to. We don't have to. Oh, this is 
Um, um, yeah, I just. It's just so hard, guys. It is really difficult. Well, let's okay. Let's let's pivot away from the religious religious aspect of it, right? Because mm -hmm. really, that wasn't my intention. Let's discuss that. It was right. more so the idea that we have to struggle to, like, struggle is part of the reward. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be like so many people. They don't always struggle and they're happy, right? And they have success, mm -hmm. right? And I feel like um, because we all can't have a struggle-free success because that's not how life works, unfortunately. The people who have the struggle, like that, gets promoted. Like it's okay, it's okay if you were broken down. Mm -hmm. Cause look, look, look where I am. I was broken down one time too. Right. And we don't. And so in the in the in interview, the girl was asking like, why she was that that kind. Of, right. That's why I prompted asking like, why do you believe that's the the way? Mm -hmm. And her response was because you're supposed to struggle with whatever, whatever. And it was like we don't have to think like that. Like right. we don't have to. We don't have to accept that. I no. have to struggle to get success and be happy about it. I could just not, I could just not like, yeah. And it's not, yeah. And that's yeah. not, it's not the same as not working hard. Mm -hmm. And that's not the same as not sacrificing. Right. But it's like, I don't have to be beat the fuck down. Yeah. I think this is an improper um, example, mm -hmm. right? Cause I'm just thinking about the, if you go and watch, you can watch it. I think Fantasia and Danielle Brooks each posted it on their social media and it's on TikTok. If you just type in like, Daniel Brooks, Fantasia, Color Purple, Girl Crying. Um, actually, that is, you might get a lot of crying. But something along that interview, you'll see. But, I, okay, I'm not trying to, like, defend this. But I'm saying that this is a bad example because mm -hmm. um, Fantasia and somebody who is decolonizing their mind from struggle, like, everyday me right now in my life, really trying to figure out, like, not why I'm making the decisions that I'm making, but seeing the patterns. And um, and I think that oftentimes I opt for the struggle when there's an easy, a quote-unquote easier route. But it is an easier route for me. It may be foreign, but I think that time and time again, I choose struggle mm -hmm. because it's, it's something comfortable and known to me, right? Mm -hmm. So what Fantasia was saying to the girl, because she was like, you know, how do you keep... Like, she was questioning because she was in pain and... She was like, I'm questioning, like, why God? Like, this is not for real. And then what Fantasia said to her was like, Job is her favorite character in, in the book. Oh, it was uh, Kezia, whatever. And she was like, Fantasia herself lost everything twice. Mm -hmm. And she was like, and that was a struggle. That was me at my bottom. But I just knew that God had better for me and look where I am now. Mm -hmm. And she was like, like Job, like he was in the trenches. And God was like, I just wanted to see if you can, if you would listen to me and have faith in me. And then give up all of these things. But okay, because I know you are, you are a faithful servant. And so now I'm going to reward you with that. So, which is a delayed gratification. And it is very steeped in, in, in struggle, right? Like he's giving up every his family. Like he is literally shedding himself to prove that he is a faithful servant to God. And I feel like in this life, we are also like telling ourselves stories of like, it doesn't have to be God for you, right? It could be 
I, I'm, I'm making the best choices for my life in this thing. So I'm going to work hard. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do all the good things. I'm going to stack up a 401k. I'm going to get a good job that does 401k matching. I'm going to probably get a pension. I'm going to invest my money. I'm going to save. And then I'm, and then I'll, and then, and then, and then, and then, and mm-hmm. then, and then, right. Mm-hmm. And America is obsessed with it because it works for it. It yeah. works for America. Yeah. It works for the business of America. Yeah. It, it works for you to spend 95% of your life in a system. Yeah. And this is a terrible time for me to be asking myself questions because I'm asking myself all types of questions. And it's now like I'm I'm asking myself, okay, so if I were to take struggle off the table mm-hmm. in my life, right? If I were to really take struggle off the table, take these preconceived like quote unquote rules of society off the table what 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 is what would my life look like right like Mm -hmm. and not like how like Asia and I have come on this podcast and we were like oh what is your perfect day like what is it if you were to have a perfect life and it's like no like a deeper meaning of like who I am on this earth and my purpose oh my god if I cry I'm going to literally fight myself (laughs) and guys you know I can't deal with tears it's gonna be so awkward we actually have been laughing about this all week because I've been just trying to have a good time watching interviews and all the girls in Hollywood are crying because they too feel like they are tired. They feel like underrepresented. They, they're questioning. Like it's, I feel like, you know, there's like the age of the Aquarius, even though we're out of it, it's like the enlightenment, the awakening. I really feel like it's really happening, but it's like, okay, if I were to take all these things off the table that I told myself that I have to endure, right? Because it, it's it, endurance. Something mm-hmm. you have to build up in yourself to like get through. If I were to give all of that up, who the fuck am I mm-hmm. in this world? Right. And that, for me, is scary. Not only is it a scary place to be, right? But also, it's scary because I'm like, even though I want to give up this capitalistic thing of being a cog in a machine, being like a oompa loompa for fucking capitalism, just dupa dupity do all day, <laughs> right? Just keep doing the thing because I have to survive. I have to feed myself. I, 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 for me to be mentally sane and sound, there's a certain quality of life that I feel that I should have. Or, or I need, not even should have, because that's that's something that you can go without. The bare minimum of, of what I would need, I feel like I would need to like live a sane, mentally stable life. I, I don't, I will not be able to participate in that type of questioning of asking of myself because I have to show up for work, mm-hmm. because I have to pay rent, mm-hmm. because I want to maybe eat a steak right once a month or whatever a steak is profoundly expensive so it's like what do we do because we've answered our question from the beginning like right what is the obsession with the uh delay gratification the obsession is that it works for the business of america right so now what i am doing with myself now and also asking of Asia in this moment is like, what do we do to not support the business of America in that way and support the the humanness within ourselves 
um, have a little bit more um, empathy and compassion and understanding for ourselves. Like, what do what do we do now? I mean, what I'm doing is just being more flexible about my future. Okay. And like, in what way? Doing what I want to do right now. Okay. Like, just doing what I want to do. Like, uh, I was talking to my therapist about it actually, about how like, like most people, I was obsessed with my future because mm-hmm. it's so that's what that's what we told me obsessed about, and I was like, but I really there's no guarantee, so I'm not gonna be like negligent and like not. I do have a pension. Mm-hmm. I do have a 401k. <laughs> Those things exist, right? right? And every day I'm building, we're building a business, right? So I'm doing things that in the long run can help me have a good. Uh, end of life I suppose Mm -hmm. but I'm very also doing things I want to do now I am going to travel now Mm -hmm. money or not I'm going to travel now I'm going to eat but I want to eat sometimes right now I'm going to do the things that I want to do right now as well and it may not be easy to do them right now financially but I'm going to do them because I just am not promised retirement I'm just not so it's like um and I'm going to be easy on myself like my dad's always like, he's always like, have the fucking ice cream. Like, that's his, that's his thing. He's like, have the ice cream. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, you may have a heart attack, but also you died in a car accident. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, I think it's, I think it's very much about finding the balance. And I know yeah. that's like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but it's true. Like, you do have to find the balance. Like, you cannot put everything off and you can't be doing this retirement thing. Like, you, you must do things you want to do now. I don't know that would help to make a list of retirement things and now things. I don't know what, mm-hmm. what would be the solution, right? But there has to be a way for you to live your life now. I saw one of my friends is also, because I asked him, do you want to have a kid? And he's like, and he's like, um, keep going. And he's like, yeah, he'll have a kid. Um, but right now he has to make a certain, a certain amount of money mm-hmm. before he can have a kid because, you know, I said, and I was like, that's kind of crazy because what if, he said, by, sorry, by a certain age. Let's say he's 37. I think he said about like 42. He needs to have this amount of money mm-hmm. to leave the workforce. And at that point, he will work, work on like dating and finding a partner and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And I was like, I said, but that's so crazy because imagine if you meet the perfect woman right now. Mm-hmm. Like this is the perfect girl yeah. for you. You love everything about her. I said, don't you think you'd feel okay at 42 to not have the money, but have this amazing family? Or would you be like, ah, fuck this family? I'm like, you'd probably be like, oh, you know what? So I'm like, I think it's just about, it's about being flexible. Like, have an idea, of course. Mm-hmm. But just be flexible about the changes that life comes, that life can, like, life is giving us changes all the time. Right. Right? Like, I've mentioned why I'm out of work. I've I mentioned being out of work right now, right? Like, that was not my plan, obviously, to get banged up at work, right? And, but... It's yeah. like okay, I could have I could have went back to work. Mm-hmm. I could have been like, oh, I'm, I've, I've a very, I have a plan to leave my job with excess money in June. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let this derail me. I'm gonna stick to it, right? But then I was like, or I could just not and see what else, what other option life has for me. Like right. it's an opportunity that I didn't, that I didn't plan for, mm-hmm. right? So it's like let me see where this goes, right? Right. I still want a good future, but we have to live in the moment that we're actually living in because mm-hmm. it's the only moment we actually have. Yeah. The future, those are dreams. Those are wishes. They're, they're, they're literally not real. Like, we just have this moment. So I'm really focusing on, like, being in this moment. Okay. And like we discussed before, like, everything you do, everything you do now, big or small, affects your future. Mm-hmm. Things you don't think about affect your future, right? Like, 
the shirt, the shoes you're wearing are currently affecting your future right now, right? The hairstyle, any, every, every decision you make today or you feel you haven't made is affecting your future in some way. You just have no idea how. So make bigger decisions sometimes, but you have to also be living in the right now because this is the only time you actually have. Yeah. So that's what I'm working on. Just being like more present because I'm just, I'm just not promised to live forever. I'm not, it's just not promised to me. So I don't want to be so hung up on this life I want to have that I just may never get. Yeah. And also like we discussed with like Rosa, mm-hmm. no one ever likes how I was saying your friends are getting older, they're getting sick now. Nowhere in life did we expect Rosa to be having a terminal illness. Yeah. Right. Like she's like rock star, crazy party girl. Never in my million years did I expect to have a friend who was terminally ill. Yeah. Never. And we've had these talks as well about like her trying to stay the course of the life she thought she would have. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl, that life is dead mm-hmm. and it's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's sad and it's scary. I said, but now you have a new life. Live in this new life. Okay. Because, you know, a lot of talks we've had, she'd be like, but I was supposed to, I'm like, supposed to, supposed to, supposed to. Yeah. It don't matter. It really doesn't matter. I think I saw the other day, I was like, we're actually we're talking about God and everything else and about God testing you. And like, and I was like, what if God wants you to be like this? I said, you're very charismatic. You're very smart. You're a great speaker. Maybe God wants you to spread the word of, spread his word. And he knew if he slowed you down and gave you a terminal yeah. disease, You'll be shutting his friend. I said, I don't know. I'm not religious, but that may that may sound yeah. good to you, right? But I'm like, adapt. We this this thing we do where we're so staunch on the future we dreamt up is literally insanity. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not working for us. And then we spend so many years getting stuck mm. in re like we get we get I feel like we get stuck in like making sure the future we like as we try to say this. Okay. As we find ourselves entering the current future, that makes sense, guys, right? And it's not looking right. We get so focused on changing things to fit into this current future as opposed to like taking things as they are and being like, okay, this is not what I expected but or, or not what I wanted, but how can I make this work for me in a different way? Um, so I think it's just very important to live for the now. And as cliche as that sounds, like you really have to live for the now. Because what is tomorrow? I, I I hear everything that you're saying. And I'm just like, there's a part of me that's grieving the um, all the things I told myself no about, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, literally everything. Mm-hmm. Literally everything. Because I was like, I know by the time I'm this age, I'm going to have this life. And I have to sacrifice to get the career that I want. Right. And I think I said on a couple of episodes ago, I was like, I could die. um, If I were to die tomorrow, (laughs) not having a family, I would be okay. But me dying, not having the career that I wanted would literally kill me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I have sacrificed so much for that future life because I believe that I will be rewarded later Mm -hmm. for it. And, um, you know yeah it's a big birthday and I'm like huh this is not quite what I've envisioned for myself or ever wanted for myself this isn't even the plan Z that I would have for myself in my life right now not saying that my life is absolutely terrible it's just like this is not it Mm -hmm. um 
in a negative way. Not in a completely negative way, but 75%. Um, so it's just like, I, there, I get what you're saying. Like the things that you do live in the now as somebody who's chronically lived in the future mm-hmm. and like the now wasn't as important. Like my now was important for me to prepare myself to have the things for later, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so now I'm like, okay, living in the now. What does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? Like, yeah, you can go on a trip. I think, and in doing that too, right? Because like you said, like, I, you know, I too love to travel. And as you know, I have many travel plans with no money, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it actually doesn't make sense for my life right now. But I'm like, I just feel like these are the things that I have to do for myself, right? Because mm-hmm. when will I ever? And also like, why not start living now, right? Like, mm-hmm. why not? But then there's also a part of me that's like, that is absolutely frivolous. It is um it is a very um kind of wishy-washy, dangerous, not serious way to live your life, especially at this point in your life, right? Like I had a friend, I did something crazy a couple of weeks ago, very much out of my character, but whatever. And I was talking to a friend and my friend was shaming me and I was like, oh, it's not that big of a deal, right? It's, this thing is not that big of a deal. Like it happens. People do it all the time. And my friend was like, no, but at this big age, like you need to be making better choices for yourself. And I feel like that's like, if I were to do some of these things that I know I want to do, that would make me be very, a very joyous person and very happy and fulfilled in my life. Um, I, I would feel like, like how my friend was saying, like at this big age, you should be a little bit more serious about yourself and about your life. And I'm just like, eh, I don't, you know, I, it, and I feel, and I, but I feel like that's part of the indoctrination, right? Because mm-hmm. there are people, this goes back to everything, the struggle, the, right. There are people who have never had a struggle, right. And they're doing frivolous, quote unquote, frivolous things because they have the funds. They have it. Right. So what they do at their, this big age doesn't matter. Right. Mm-hmm. They're doing things that we might consider crazy, but they have the money to do it. So it's not frivolous. Right. They've already, they've, they don't have the struggle. They're here, right? So it's like you're, again, delaying your enjoyment just yeah. because financially you're not where you, quote, unquote, should be at this age. Yeah. And what is that? And, and it's not because you've never worked all your entire life and you were... Oh, it's not just financially, but I get it. Just... No, all of it. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah. like, it's not because you haven't put in the work, right? Right. Like, if we t- we're talking about, like, people who are, like, nipple babies, right? They just woke up and was like, Mom, Dad, I want to be in the business. Mm-hmm. And they said, I'll make a phone call. Right. I'll get the headshots. Mm-hmm. I'll write a script and I'll put you in it. Right? No one's telling them like you need to struggle and right? Yeah. It's, it's not necessary for success. My friend was telling me about this guy. He's a I don't know who this guy's name is and whatever, whatever. But he's like a kind of financial guru, whatever it was. And he was saying that he um he told his son, I'm not gonna tell you any financial secrets, like you have to pay me. Like how I charge my clients because you know that way you understand the value of a dollar and I'm like that's insanity why are you you don't need fucking struggle and on the side note when it comes to kids don't have a child to make them struggle they don't need it there's, yeah. there's, there's enough struggle in life on its own if you have a child and you are in a position to not have them struggle you don't one of the reasons why I'm like on the very not on the fence is because right now I do not have the means to have a child live how I want them to live 
I don't want my child to know any struggle. They're going to be in school. That's ter- terrifying in itself. They're going to have to grow up and start dating. Terrible. They're going to have to get a job at some point. Terrible. I have no desire to have a child and put them through anything that I went through. And I even go through a lot. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't want to build their character with having to navigate struggles that I'm inflicting on them. For what? It's insanity. Yeah. Right? So I feel like people say, yeah, you're a big age, you're a big this. I mean, I'm not trying to hate on crackheads, but maybe don't do crack at this big age. <laughs> Right? I don't know, because it's coming back. No, Frank so is back. Frank. But I'm saying, I feel like that's the thing. People were like, I remember turning 30, and that was like, yo, turning 29 into 30, I was, I remember I had my first panic attack at work. Mm-hmm. Like, my first full-blown panic attack. Like, my heart was racing, I was sweating bullets, and then I didn't know why, and then I, after I went home, I was like, oh, shit, I think it's because I'm turning 30, because it meant so much. Because there's so many, there's so many important milestones in our lives, and yeah. if you don't hit them by this age, then you ain't shit, and you ain't and mm-hmm. it's like they're not realistic because if that was the case we'd all be this age struggling but we're not right we're not every 30 year old in the world is not having this mental breakdown because someone is born with privilege right or, or not having a breakdown in the same in the same way that's like so dire i think we all go i think we all live through that same like okay i'm turning 30 it's time to be no, serious about but life. some people aren't because they they didn't have to struggle to get serious about life. That, mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, again, if you're someone that's privileged, right? And you said from, take away Hollywood, take away a regular job, right? You're privileged. You said, I'm going to be a lawyer, right? Your right. parents are lawyers. Right. Right? You know, you knew what law school you were going to. You already know all the judges, right? You got married, right? Like, you did all the things. You, yeah. Some people are just not going through the struggle. They don't have to go through it. And it, 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 it didn't make them, it's, they just didn't go through it. But we like to we like to act like everyone definitely is. This, my mind is like no, but they go through struggle in a different way. Everybody struggles in life. Everybody like I'm literally this is literally what's going through my head. No, I'm not saying no. Life is a struggle. No, yeah, right? no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not. What I'm saying is the numbers that we associate with the struggles are not realistic. Right. They're not. Some people hit all their goals by 25. Some people. Some people. Their goal is a different age than our goals. Right. Yeah. Society is like no. At 30 you should have this. At 40 you should have this. And it's like really. It doesn't matter. Also, I might not live to 40. <laughs> I might not live to 40. They're saying by 40, you should have X amount of money saved. I'm dead at 33. What's the, okay, now I save money for what? My funeral? I can't even attend it. <laughs> You're annoying. <laughs> now I can't attend my own funeral. <laughs> we got to wrap this up. We can't wrap it up. We haven't come to a conclusion. That we can't. no. We the conclusion is live for the now, guys. Just try and listen. When I say this so carelessly or so flippantly, it's because I had a full mental breakdown. <laughs> this is the result of me dealing with the death of somebody young, who I was close to, and it made death. It wasn't the first death I dealt with. It was just the one that was that resonated the most with me. Because mm-hmm. I had so many things. This is 2017. I had so many plans that were pushed out mm-hmm. in 2017. I had so many plans. But like, yeah. But I had plans in 2024. Right. Right? I had plans because I'm a planner and that's how you live yeah. your life. And then by this day, blah, blah, blah. And then literally a mental breakdown. I was, actually, I, I don't cry. I was crying all the time. I think, yeah, the day, the day it happened, I called Ty, she met me downtown at Blockheads. Oh, remember the good old days. And yeah, her and Rosa plied me with alcohol because I was going motherfucking through it. 
Mm. I was going through, and one was my cousin died, but also I was having eternal battle. I was like, young people die? Yeah. Young people die? What do you mean? We have our whole lives to live. No, we don't. And the year I spent spiraling into madness, right? When it came out of that, I was like, holy shit. I have got to stop putting things off. Yeah. I have got to stop putting things off. Because this wasn't someone that died in a gang fight, a drug overdose. This was a car accident. I drive every day. Right. Right? This is something that could happen to anybody. Mm. Um, so that's when I was like, yo, I've gotta, and, it, and I'm right, where I am now, where I was then is way different. Now I'm fully live for now. Then I was still like, oh my gosh, but what if, but what if, but if, what if, yeah. no, it doesn't like, you really gotta, we, that's why I'm at. Cause I'm the like, the future is a fantasy. Cause I'm like, okay. In the spirit of wrapping this up, I was like, okay. For those of you who are like me, who are like kind of staunch not staunch staunch is a wild word to use but that's the word that came to mind right so if you're just like and i get what you're saying it's like you have to live for now because any any day anything can happen to you and it's like you and in my mind I, i'm hearing myself say but you can't live it you can't live your life like that thinking that at any moment any second of the day something can happen to you although it is very much the truth about life like at any second you can die you can get shot by a bullet. Like, it doesn't have to be that traumatic, but like any accident can happen and you can no longer be on this earth. However. Or your life is even trained, changed drastically, right? Like, yeah. Your life is just different. Now you're in a wheelchair. Now you have one eye. That's true. Right? It doesn't have to be death. It doesn't have to be death. It could be just um, any kind of major life pivot from the your initial. Mm. I'm Actually, I don't have any, <laughs> I don't have any answers. And I'm gonna say this. I don't when I this. when I say this, I don't live life like in a, a constant state of paranoia. Mm-hmm. It's not a paranoid thing. Yeah. Where I'm like, well, I could die. I say that jokingly, but I, that's not my thought process. Mm-hmm. My thought process is like, well, why not now? That's really my mm-hmm. thought process. Like, well, why not now? Is so I'm not like the full thought is because I could die, but that's not where my mind ever goes. It's just like, why not? Like, like I like that. Like, like, like within reason, why not now? Okay, within reason. Well, I like the within. Yeah. I like a little safety. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not completely there from the complete divorcing of myself, as you said earlier mm-hmm. that you have done. I haven't completely divorced myself from it. Um, but I like the within reason why not now because that then me asking myself this question and other people too. It you have to investigate what it is that the the obstacle that you're you're putting yourself up against yeah i like that within like within reason why not now that is a very that is a as somebody who really 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 lives their life in a very safe way Mm -hmm. um i'm definitely gonna ask myself this and i was gonna it's gonna be a lot of grieving yeah no i joke about being in a cult but one of the exercises they had in the cult was like uh, what what do you want to do? Like, mm-hmm. what is the thing you want to do? What is the big thing you want to do, right? At the time, my thing was move to California. That was the big thing I wanted to do, which was going to happen in 2022, mm-hmm. right? This is 2018. Okay. I said 2022. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, so... Still would have worked out. Would have got a COVID deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so one of the things that they had us do, they, had, they used physical people because it was a group building activity, one of the things they were like, okay, we're going to assign, like, okay, what are the, what's the big thing? And now what are the three obstacles? What are the three biggest obstacles in your mind mm-hmm. that you think are holding you back from doing it now? Right. 
right? At the, at the time, my thing was like financial stability, um, like support, and I forgot the third one, right? And then it was okay. Well, let's let's talk through what you really have, right? Let's talk through the actual obstacles, right? Mm-hmm. So like support, they were like, "Do your family support you?" I was like, "Yeah." Do you have friends out there? Yeah. Do you have family out there? Yeah. Do you like? So it was like, oh, so you do have support. And it was like, oh, yeah, I guess I do have support. And it was like, well, okay, um, do you have money? And it was like, I'm working. And it was like, okay, so do you think if you took things serious in six months, you could save enough money to go? And I was like, well, yeah, I could if I took it serious in six months. They were like, so do you need three years? <laughs> do you need right. no? Do you need four years? Mm-hmm. Do you really do you really need four years if you could just kind of focus for like six months? Mm-hmm. And it was like, probably not. Mm. And then at the end of it, I was like, I'm moving. <laughs> and then that was January 2018. I left in January 2019. Wow. Yeah. So it was like, oh, these are not real obstacles if I just think through them. Like, mm. they're real, right? Yeah. But they're not so big that I can't work through them because why not now? Like, you know, why not? Yeah. They didn't run a, they didn't run a pandemic. We're in a pandemic. Which is really just scary. And that's true. Like, we've literally watched so many people die. So why not now, really? Why not now? We have, yeah, especially myself. I've found myself back in a rhythm of, that's what, I feel like, that's what it is. I feel like the last, since the pandemic, so since 2020, I've been living my life in a, it feels reckless. It feels like Mm. such a reckless way to live a life because it's very different from how I was pre-pandemic. I'm just like, not that, yeah, I just like don't care. Not, yeah, I just don't care about the future. It's like whatever the immediate problem is in front of me, I'm trying to constantly solve that. But that also goes into the constant struggle kind of being on that mm-hmm. a hamster wheel type thing. Mm. Mm, okay, that's that's a good. So now we have to ask ourselves, what what are we delaying? Right. And just do and. And why not now? Within reason. Within reason. Why not now? Within reason. I, yeah. That's the name of the episode. Right. Right. Within down. reason. Mm-hmm. Why not now? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, Lord, I've learned some things about myself. I know you guys listening are probably completely confused. But confused. There were so many so I know. quiet moments. They're like, what is happening? When I was quiet, it's because I was reeling inside, like. I am just going through a, I don't know if it's existential, philosophical, spiritual, physical. It's just a a questioning of all the things. Wait, I'm going to show Ty what our friend said in group chat just now. So the entire, like I said, the entire world is having the same problem. And that's so funny because I saw that friend yesterday. I just stopped by to just like give him a hug. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Um, Anyway, these people don't need to know that. Guys. um, I'm sorry. No. This is my sorry for me. 2024. Um, guys, now I want you to do, and, and I, I ask this all the time, but please do it. Um, on Spotify, I'm going to ask questions like, what is something you're, you're debating doing now within reason? 
I want to hear what you guys are currently debating within reason. Please, I really want to know. I'm so nosy. What are you debating within reason? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was out of pocket of me. We're going to wrap this up, guys. We're going to go. Because that was crazy. Oh, my gosh. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. L-O-L. This has been another episode of Pontificating Podcast. You can follow us at IG on Pontificating Podcast or TikTok at Pontificating Pod. Bye. Bye.